Let's go, yo. Hour three. Tuesday edition. No Griff. Griff heading down to the Senior Bowl. We'll get him Thursday. Got him locked in on Thursday. Buck will be with us Thursday, too. He had a meeting this morning. Couldn't couldn't go. Tomorrow, Blake Profino, Brett Cianzia, the Wednesday guests we always have. Looking forward to them. They are fantastic. Some good ones to start hour three. I like the variety here. Bill, and this is Josh in London, Ohio, except he's moved to Picktown. Pickerington, Ohio. What kind of impact, Bill, do you think James Leonidas is going to have with the linebackers? Well, I think good. Now, they're bringing him in as, what, a defensive analyst? I don't think he's officially on the field, right? He's not the linebacker coach, but he'll be helping. Now, here's the thing. They're talking about it. They have not cleared this yet, but it sounds like they probably will. At some point, they're going to clear analysts and everybody else to be on the field for practice. Not for games, but for practice. That happens, you're going to get even more help there. That's a good addition. He had been at Notre Dame. No, they hired him, what, as a GA or something, if I'm remembering correctly. Anyways, he'd been at Notre Dame the last year. Obviously, Marcus Freeman is a former Buckeye. So there's there's that connection there, and he spent a year there tutoring and, and helping on that side of the ball, linebackers, linebackers et cetera. But, but, no, I think that's a good addition. That's a, that's a Buckeye addition. James Leonard is back home. That, that's good. No cab up in Chicago. Saw this morning that with Skokan being hot and cold, Todd Grantham is a possibility. Yes. Now, that's been out there for a while, and I can tell you there's not an Alabama fan that I know of anywhere who likes that idea. Not that Nick cares what everybody else thinks. I understand that part. Not that Nick is asking for a vote on this. He's not. But. I can just tell you, since we're in the era of social media and all that, there's not an Alabama fan that I know of that likes anything about that idea of maybe they take Todd Grantham, who's part of that analyst staff there, and make him the D coordinator. got to also tell you, those of you who know Kevin know this. Those of you who don't know Kevin. Kevin's starting, and this isn't new. Kevin, for about at least a year or more, maybe two years, is starting to lose some faith in Nick Saban as it pertains to making the right decisions when it comes to staff, sometimes when it comes to players. Now, again, those of you who know Kevin, you know this. But many of you don't know Kevin. You know who he is, but you don't know him personally, so you don't talk to him behind the scenes. And Friday, we will get him to go there. We'll have to tape. To get him back, we're going to have to tape it. So I tape it on Thursdays with him, and that starts this week. Topwater Assassin. Over in South Carolina, big Clemson fan. ACC's got their schedules out. Two that jump out in September, 
Clemson gets Florida State at home. In November, they get Notre Dame at home. And they're not playing divisions anymore. Tom and Myrtle Beach brought that up earlier. I, I was, some reason I was thinking it's 24, it's 23. Yeah, that starts this year. No divisions. What do they call those two divisions? The the beach and the uh, the desert. What do they call those two things? <laughs> Never understood that either. Shannon and South Bend. Checking in. Bill, Jimbo better get it figured out this season because if it ends poorly again, the start to 24 won't get any easier. He opens up with my Irish on October not October, August 31st in College Station. Well, Jimbo goes 5-7 and seven again, which I don't think he will. But if he does, he's not coaching A&M for that 24 opener. I'd be shocked. Jimbo is running out of equity in the bank to draw on. Not actual cash. He's got plenty of that and plenty more coming to him. I'm talking about coaching security equity. The metaphor. Jeff, too. We were talking earlier. Johnny Vegas says he's heading out to Vegas from the Emerald Coast, where he used to work all those years in Vegas. And he said, I'm sure there's going to be some futures here that we can look at for baseball. Wedding it all in Omaha. We were talking about betting baseball, which you can do. Now, I don't know on FanDuel, I don't know if you can get college baseball on FanDuel. I should know this, but I don't. But you can bet. I know Johnny Vegas was betting it last year. I don't remember the app he was using. But anyways. Jeff, too, who went to Ole Miss. Alabama fan went to Ole Miss. He knows both places very well. Bill, here is how unlikely the Ole Miss natty in baseball was last year from a record standpoint. Won the natty with a 42-23 and record. History of the NCAA tournament. The only team to lose more games when the natty was Virginia in 15. They went 44 and 24. Got hot at the exact right moment. Remember, Ole Miss didn't even play a game that you really thought was in jeopardy once they got past the SEC tournament. Once they got to the NCAA tournament, they lost a game to Arkansas. That was about it. Was there another game that Arkansas, uh, that Ole Miss played? In the NCAA tournament, other than the one loss to Arkansas where you thought they were going to lose once you saw the game, the way it was developing. I don't think so. Vandy is – that Vandy 14 team went 51-21. and One of Tim Corbin's national championship teams. Yeah, get, get hot at the right time. I want to see the Vandy boys. I'm excited about them. Um, they had a really rough year. 
last spring. Didn't really do much of anything well other than lead off. Their leadoff hitter and center fielder, he did things well, right? Outside of that, you could probably young freshman lefty pitcher, awesome. That's good, too. But this is this will be an interesting year to see if they get that turned around. That's been the best program probably over the last 10 years in college baseball. Vanderbilt has. Which is quite a statement. Tom in Myrtle Beach, except he's in Jamaica. While the Florida State and Clemson could play twice this season. Yes, because no more divisions in the ACC. And the teams with the best records in the league will match up. Winning percentage, etc. They could play twice, no doubt. If either one of those teams are undefeated or one loss, then the ACC should make the playoffs. Yeah, now this one, we've got one year left with four teams. And let's say Florida State and Clemson, and again, too early to predict that, but it's possible. I don't think it's likely. But let's say both are undefeated when they play. Now, first of all, they play in September. So they're, what, 3-0, 4-0 when they play. But let's just say after that game, whoever wins it, both teams go undefeated after that too. So one team loses head-to-head. That September matchup, Clemson-Florida State, they both continue to win out. So they meet up in the ACC title game. One team's undefeated. Other team has that one loss. And then what if the team with the one loss earlier exacts revenge and beats the other team? Now both sitting there at a one loss, with the one loss. 12-1. and one. Both teams sitting there at 12-1. and one. one of those teams gets in, right? They're not going to – ACC's not getting two teams in. Not with a four-team playoff. You'd have to have the SEC unravel. Same with the Big Ten. You'd have to have just Armageddon-level chaos for that to happen. But would the winner of the second game get in with the one loss and then your SEC champion, then your Big Ten Or it could be, I mean, last year it could have been two SEC teams until Tennessee lost to South Carolina. Or could it be a Southern Cal? Could it be an Oregon? Could it be a Washington out there? I don't think Washington, as much as they have improved, I don't know that I think they're on that level yet. Jeff Two says, actually, the 08 Fresno State team had 31 losses. Wow. That's a stat. Hurricane Mario. We were just talking earlier. Florida State and Miami, obviously no more divisions. And Miami gets Jimbo early. They get Florida State, we know. They've got some challenges on their schedule, too. Beat Jimbo early and then uh, 
That might be a horrific indicator if they can pull that off. On paper, they should not be able to pull that off. Yeah, they host Jimbo. We'll get the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play daily Tennessee jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. 
get into the Bill King show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. Three, two, call 615-844-5600. Now take a call. Josh has got a really good question here, too. Here's the question. I'll, I'll address it late. I'll, I'll address it after the call. But the question in who's better, Michael Thomas or Marvin Harrison Jr.? Was was Michael Thomas better? This is how I worded it. Was Michael Thomas better than Marvin Harrison Jr.? Okay, I, I'll, I'm ready for that one. I've got a mental Rolodex ready on that one. Cosby Kettleman, welcome in. Bonjour, Monsieur King. Hey, Bill, uh, looks like we dodged a little bullet here. I know y'all are facing a little slight icing, but West Tennessee, Central Arkansas into Texas, I got some pretty significant icing. Let's be thinking about our uh, listeners out that way. No question. Now, it went up above us. We didn't really get – we got rain, but we didn't get anything bad. Yeah. Uh, you can have the biggest, baddest four-wheel drive and still all four wheels will slip on that ice. I, I've been watching Hoda on the Today Show showing me all kinds of these big jacked-up trucks out in Texas just sliding down interstate ramps. I bet. Sideways. Oh. oh, that's a bad feeling, Bill. We've all been there, you know, and that car sideways and the steering wheel doesn't work. You're just waiting for the crunch. I know. That's yep. bad, isn't it? It is. Yeah, but I tell you what, if you own a body shop, that's printing money this time of year, isn't it? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, uh, body shops and funeral homes are recession proof, right, Bill? Uh, all day, every day. There's always going to be a need. Yeah, maybe Dennis too, right? I'd say I'd say popcorn is also a recession proof. <laughs> hey, Bill, we've been having a little fun here, straying a little bit. I got a football call for you today. Although we are uh, uh, RSR is going down to Hogtown tomorrow night, and we're waiting on the big uh, return of BP over here on Saturday, which should be a circus as usual. But I got a little football for you today, Bill. Okay. Um, you know, I know you got a little high state question there, but uh, who won the Blitnikoff? Um, some guy that played for Tennessee that has the same last name as a hotel chain. Yeah. And you know what? Um, did that a, a wide receiver coach, was it Hartline? Is he the coordinator up there? Is he still up there now at Ohio State? He was elevated. Now, we don't know if that means he gets to call the plays, but, yes, he's got that next to his name down. Okay. Um, what's the word? I think I've heard it from you. That dude almost never loses a wide receiver when he's on the recruiting trail. He is the uh, best wide receiver Johnny Five Star Recruiter out there, yes. What was the wide receiver they just snagged that Tennessee was really hot and heavy for? I guess got the red, uh, red ribbon on. What's the dude's name? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the kid that played down at IMG. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think. You know, Bill. Bill, I know Ohio State's you know got a you know they've got a good track record with wide receivers and all that, but I just don't can't imagine how as a wide receiver you wouldn't want to play in Heupel's offense. Well, I mean, I think you'd want to play in both. Ohio State well, I mean, yeah, checks Brian, the ball Brian, around. Ohio, State, Ohio State's offense is nowhere near as prolific as Tennessee's offense. They're, they're playing traditional football. They're not playing that, that tempo stuff, are they? Carnell Tate. Yeah, Carnell Tate. I mean, Ohio State, they still run a, some eye back and three wide receiver sets. They're not just – they're not chucking and ducking like Tennessee is. Uh, to that degree. But, you know, Tennessee, man, they run their running backs too and those A-gaps. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you go look at Hyatt's numbers. I mean, I know Harrison was good also, and you can make a case for him winning the award, but 
I mean, I just can't imagine a wide receiver saying, I mean, all, all Tennessee does is throw the football. They don't try to run it much, Bill. There's no Ezekiel Elliott coming out of Tennessee these days. <laughs> that's true, but, but even – Kirby Smart said that's a physical football team. I mean, they run their tailback. They run the all they do is run that a gap play. Yeah, well, I know that Heartline guy can uh, point to a lot of dudes he's put in the pros and done well and everything. But um, you know, Heifel's going to need a five-star wide receiver. Who's going to be the big dog this year? Brew McCoy out of the portal. I mean, you got a uh, Ramel Keaton was a serviceable player, but he probably doesn't scare anybody. Who's the next big five-star receiver for Tennessee? Maybe old, Dante uh, Thompson out of Oregon. I'd say Carnell Tate, would, if he had signed with Tennessee, he'd come right in and start. Look, this Nathan Laycock kid they're getting out of North Carolina is an absolute beast. He'll play this yeah. year. Well, every time you hear Hopple talk, he's got a big smile on his face, talking about how, great the, how bright the future is. I, I think we all know he knows what he's doing. Another thing Tennessee does, Bill, is they don't rotate their wide receivers like most schools. Hopple uh, just plays about three or four wide receivers. I don't see how they don't fall over out of exhaustion running those fly routes for four quarters. Two reasons for that. Number one, the rotation is good. Number two, if you don't rotate, the defense cannot substitute either. And, and what's the name, by the way, speaking of wide receivers, what's the name of that dummy that went to Kentucky out of the mid-state this last cycle? Barry and Brown. No, no, there's been another one, Adner. Wasn't there another one since him? Oh, you're talking about a recruit? Uh, a recruit? Yeah. Didn't did Kentucky get another wide receiver out of the mid-state? They did. They, was he out of Ensworth? Prentice something. Prentice something with a P. Something with a P. I think something with a P, maybe coming out of somewhere up the Overton or something. I can't remember. But why in the world, would, if you're a wide receiver, would you go sign with Stoops? How dumb, Barbara Dooley time, Bill, dumber than hell. But that's not why I'm calling, Bill. I got a question for you. Okay. You're, my, you're my Twitter guy. Hey, wait a, wait a minute. Where's that cocaine bear? <laughs> I, was, I, did, I sent you a New York Times article, Bill. I, I saw it. I fact checked myself. I, I'll give myself a B plus on the on the story. I was rattling it off the top of my head. I think I nailed it pretty well. But the New York Times, which I normally never uh, trust, I think they did they did a little better job than me. If you wanted to throw that around or retweet that, I put it but, up uh, on Twitter. Yeah, okay. But speaking of Twitter, and I'm gonna clear out, Bill. Um, I'm not on Twitter. Don't have an account. Don't have a fake account. You're my guy. If I need to know something, there's some scuttlebutt over here on the pretty side of the plateau that Walter Nolan threw a tweet out about how good the portal's looking all of a sudden. You know anything on that? Yeah. Apparently he put it out on Instagram, which I do not have, and he he put out, because I saw the picture, portal looking good. And this is, oh, about, I think it was like last Friday maybe, and then a few minutes later one of his teammates at A&M took a picture with both of them and said something like he's just playing with y'all. So I don't yeah. know what to believe. Well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, he could go wherever he wants, Alabama, Georgia. Everybody would be interested in that. Everybody too, but, uh, would want yes. Boy, boy he looked real – speaking of dudes that could walk right in and help and immediately start, he'd look good in orange and white, wouldn't he? Biggest recruit since Reggie White. How much did uh, Jimbo pay him? Let me tell you something. How much he got? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, everybody would take him in. Yeah. Think, think about that, Bill, if, if uh, Reggie White never came to Tennessee. We, we, we need a uh, – if he's going to, you know, get, get want some more money, hell, Tennessee will pay him. Let's, he needs to come home. Let's get some Walter Nolan in the middle next year. Is that Spires Group related at all? I mean, does Big Jim donate to them, or do we know? Well, I, Bill, I don't know, but I, it's my understanding they're pretty well-old machine. Like, Tennessee's got their uh, act together on uh, on NIL. I don't think they're just getting, you know, abused or played like a lot of these dudes would like to do, but it's my understanding there are a lot of quarter-zip vests that know what they're doing on the NIL. 
Patton but, uh, says the kid you're talking about at Innsworth is named Shamar Porter. Going to yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, hey, Shamar, Shamar Porter and Barry and Brown are both dumber than hell for being up there at Kentucky. Barbara Dooley. Put that in your, in your pipe and smoke it. Maybe take a CBD pill while you're at it. Hang in there, Bill. Stay dry and watch out for the ice. <laughs> I posted the story that he sent me. Was that from the New York Times? About the lawyer from Lexington who had taken up dealing cocaine and he'd been down in South America and he was flying back. And... Dumped out some cocaine over northern Georgia, the forest area, a bunch of it. And it's true. That that part's true. And the bear ingested a bunch of it, had a heart attack. Now, the movie that's coming out, I think, is going to have the bear, like, going through towns and terrorizing them, which that did not happen. But, again, this happened in 1985, I believe in September of 85. And... Um, he decides to ditch the plane over Knoxville, and he parachutes, except the parachute didn't work, and he had a bunch of cocaine on him, and he lands in some neighborhood yard and splats right there. Had uh, money on him, had all that cocaine on him, and I don't Apparently, the plane kept going. Now, he wanted it. He tried. He thought he had it steered to where it would get to the uh, Atlantic. It would get all the way to the Atlantic and die somewhere in the ocean, and the feds or nobody would ever find it. And then he would also parachute down into Knoxville and go into hiding and do whatever with all that cocaine and money. But all that went awry. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how that movie is going to be. I'll never see it, but. All of that stuff, that part is true. Okay, back to Josh. Before the Cosby Counterman interrupted me with with all that. Back to Josh. Was Michael Thomas better than Marvin Harrison Jr.? At the same stage, no. Got to remember, Michael Porter got there as a freshman, played pretty well, and then he redshirted. And remember, didn't he come in? He looked good in the spring game. And then he it just, if I'm remembering, he came there. He was a midterm. Came there, lit up the spring game. Another reason why I don't give a rip about spring games. And then the freshman year wasn't all that good. I mean, he flashed. He showed little flashes, but just wasn't ready. He redshirts the next year. See, by then, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a superstar. Now. After that, what happened? Michael Thomas went nuclear. He finally took over that third year, caught a bunch of balls. Isn't that the year they beat Alabama in the uh, semifinals? They went on to beat Oregon in, in 14. Anyways, gets to the NFL, peaks, and a couple of years ago, he's the offensive player of the year. A couple of years ago, you could absolutely say he's the best receiver in the NFL. So it's a tough comparison. Obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr. has only had two years. His two years are way better than Michael Thomas, but you can't say that means he's going to be way better than him five years down the road after what Michael Thomas has done. Now, Michael Thomas, and I don't watch the NFL, but hasn't he had an ankle or knee or something that has limited him the last several years? 
Patton, do you know anything? About, hadn't he been injured? He hadn't been right for a while, correct? Yeah, Michael Michael Thomas with the with the Saints, I, I believe. Yes, he hadn't been right for a while, and he hadn't really done much since nineteen. But that year wasn't that the year he was easily the best receiver in the game, or maybe not easily, but the best receiver in the game. So it's Josh's question is a really good one. It's a tough comparison, but if we keep it at the same point in their careers then Marvin Harrison Jr. is better. If we extend it out, there's no way you can say he's better until he gets that opportunity. I mean, Michael Thomas is an absolute beast when he's right. On the highest level you can be a beast at. That's a really good comparison, though. I mean, good, good. Both have size. I mean, both have everything you'd want. Not one thing you would pick at there. The GOAT says, I'm confused by all this Florida State talk. Yeah, they won 10 games this year. However, the three losses were all against ranked opponents, and their ranked opponents ended up not so good by the end of the season. The only good win is LSU. Why is everybody so high on Florida State? Well, when I was putting that out about how they may play twice, that's not necessarily my prediction yet. It's just possible they play twice. I don't know that I think Florida State is a 12-0, and 11-1 team. I don't think they are. I, it, can Florida State be a top-10 team this year? Oh, I think that's within reach. Yes. Do I think they're a top-4 team? No. I don't think there's enough on that roster to go that far. No, I don't see that. But, I mean, technically, it's possible we don't play divisions anymore, starting this year in the ACC. So, they could play. Because the best two league records or winning percentage will match up, and that could be Florida State and Clemson. Now, it could be. It's within the realm of possibility. Dane has dialed us up next. Welcome in, sir. Got you now. Uh, How's it going this morning, Bill? Yes, sir. Doing good. Well, I'm I'm just uh, sitting here having my morning coffee, uh, looking out here at this at this weather and different things, and I'm just really surprised that I heard Cosby kind of say something positive about Tennessee. <laughs> now, where are you? You're you're in Nashville or the? Beach? I'm, I'm in I'm in the hood, man. I'm in East Nashville. I, I was uh, I was down on the Gulf of Mexico last. Spent a week down there, but I I listened in while I was down there, and it was. Uh, it was 70 degrees, and I was down there seven days. It was seven, 70 degrees and sunny just about every day. So we had a good had a good week down there. Now, do you? Let me ask you this before we get back to the football. <clears throat> when you're down there, do you go to the supermarket like you would here and get groceries and cook, or do you just go hit the hit the uh, I, I, restaurant? I do, I do some. I do some both. I've got places I go, but. Uh, I mean, honestly, Bill, other than the drive down there, and it takes you, basically takes you two tanks of gas to get down there and two tanks to get home. Uh, ba- basically, uh, for me, it's not any different than being, than being in East Nashville because uh, I live like five blocks from a grocery store called Rouse's, which is uh, that's a Louisiana, that's a New Orleans, Louisiana chain, which is 
the best grocery store in, in the world, in my opinion. And I just go get stuff, and I just stay at the condo, but I, I hit the floor bamming and all that other stuff, too. I mean, it's just about like being at home. It's just down there. Dane, you know? hang tight through the break. Can you do that? Uh, I can. Okay. We'll be right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. dream paying off your credit card remodeling your kitchen exploring the rainforest of costa rica whatever your dreams they take some planning and state farm agent austin hardy is right here in the middle tennessee community to lend a hand as your local good neighbor he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream so whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world call state farm agent austin hardy here in the middle tennessee community like a good neighbor state farm is there are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Yeah. 
the home of commitments and other stuff. The Bill King Show. Now let's bring Dane back. Dane rubbed to Dane with some beach questions, and he called about some football. I think. What's up? Oh, well, Bill, I was kind of uh, kind of shocked that uh, Cosby kind of had something positive to say about Tennessee, but. Uh, I would say that I kind of disagree with him on Tennessee's running backs. I thought they, I thought they did a pretty good job last season. The number two and the, what's the kid's name out of uh, Memphis? The number twenty-five. He's a second or third string you running back. Jabari I Small. Thought, I, I, Jabari Small. Do what? Jabari yeah. Small. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, you know, and I, I disagree with my. I thought Ramel Keaton showed up pretty good, and he, he definitely showed up in the Orange Bowl, which I happen to be at. And uh, so I, I got a little bit of disagreement with him on that, but I was just uh, I was just in shock that he had. I, I don't remember when he, when I ever heard him say anything good about uh, comparing Tennessee's offense or anything else to somebody else. I, you know, uh, um, you know, earlier in the season after we uh, after we beat Alabama, uh, I remember Nick Saban was actually complimentary of uh, Heupel's offense. Uh, I'm sure they've, uh, I'm sure they've went through it now down there in Alabama with a fine tooth comb, uh, you know. And I, I think basically what he was talking about is how they, you know, they put the, they put those wide receivers all the way out there to the, to the hash marks, you know. And uh, I think that confused them a little bit, which I was glad to see. <laughs> but but anyway, back to the beach thing. No, uh, Bill, I just usually, uh, you know, you just go to the store. And it's just like being here. I mean, because I've got a, I've got a nice kitchen and everything down there. So, it's a, it's just like being here, except I'm down there, and it's a, you know, I don't have to duck the gunshots down there. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's the big difference in Gulf Shores and East Nashville. Uh, down there, real estate's high and crime is low. Up here, crime is high and so is real estate. <laughs> <laughs> at, least anyway, getting, at least you're getting bang for your buck, though. I mean, it, hey, but, and let me say this real quick, too. Uh, you know, we're coming up on baseball season. My next-door neighbor, is, he's a scout for the Montreal Expos. And he he says Tennessee's ready to go again. He, he's a My next-door neighbor is a huge Tony Balls fan. He's like, y'all got the right guy. And he says if they leave him alone, he says that they that they're going to the World Series. That's what he says, you know. But anyway, that's my neighbor. Hey, man, Bill, I just wanted to check in, man. I, I don't call very much, but uh, just wanted to holler and uh, enjoyed having breakfast with you a couple of weeks ago. We'll hey, see tell, you before tell too your long. Neighbor, tell your neighbor we're looking for a college baseball guy to come on the show maybe. Oh, really? You know, yeah. I might be able to get him to do that. Uh, or he may know, But he may know somebody, too, either one. Well, yeah, I'll, uh, I will uh, – uh, hell, I'll go next door and ask him, and, I, and uh, I'll put y'all together. How about that? <laughs> I hear you, man. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, all right, Bill. I'll, I'll get. It may take me a couple of days, but I'll, no I'll uh, work on it. No that. worries. Okay. Thank you, all buddy. All right, see you, man. Yep, see you. How'd you get that guest on the show, Bill? A uh, guy walked outside, went to his neighbors. <laughs> I mean, we're not, you know, do what you got to do there, huh? West Coast Sooner, Bill. Big 12 schedule is out today. I expect us to go eight and four this year. He's talking about his Sooners. 
Big 12 schedule is out today. ACC's was out, what, yesterday? Tom in Myrtle Beach. Cosby said he's not on Twitter. Yeah, he's got an account. I was about to say that, but I didn't want to. Here's the thing. He probably doesn't even remember. If you'll note his account, he has not posted since 2010. Tom says, Billy even follows you. Yeah, I know that. When I posted that cocaine bear story yesterday, I put his Twitter on there. It's at Cosby Cattleman. It's not even a trick. He just probably doesn't remember. Kevin in Muletown, Bill, the idea that Tennessee threw the ball more than running it is fake news. Cosby doesn't know what he's talking about. Tennessee averages more runs per game than throwing. Oh, they run those. Now, they don't. You, they don't toss sweep it much at all. I don't even remember when they last time they did that. They hit those running backs. They don't. If you think about it, they don't run a million different plays. They run those backs in those a gaps. Kirby Smart said that's a physical. Now it is a lot of passing too, but it is a physical brand of football. Those backs cannot be wimpy. You have to be tough. They hit those A-gaps. It's what they do. And everybody, I mean, if you if you were to scout Tennessee, and they have some double move. They have some things they do with their receivers. But it's not like you have a million plays there. They just do things really well. They rep the crap out of things. Now, on short yardage, some of those like a shuttle pass to Princeton Fant, some of those calls, those are interesting. I thought Tennessee this last year was – now, again, they led the country in yardage and points and all that. But I thought that they were the best team calling plays based on situation, their offense. It was remarkable the way – They had defenses, except Georgia's, chasing calls. Right? When you get a defense on their heels and they're basically a step behind you in figuring out what you're doing, they're chasing the next call. I don't know how many of you can notice that in a game. It's really cool when you notice it and you get a team on their heels like that. Again, Georgia – didn't happen to them. Yeah. Reason why? You know the reason why? Because Georgia's defensive front controlled Tennessee's front. Tennessee didn't have another team do that. And they did a pretty good job on those receivers, too. They didn't, like, let them run through zones and all that. They didn't do any of that. But you got to have the personnel to do what Georgia did. That's the other That's the other angle on that. Alabama did not have that personnel. I did not notice Will Anderson at all in the Tennessee game. And he's a hell of a player. Didn't notice him once. And he's about to go, what, first, second, third, fourth in the draft. We'll take the break.
golfers. Tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. It's a Bill King Show. Of course, you know what kicks in right after recruiting, and it accelerates, and that's knucklehead season. So God knows what happens, who it happens to, when it happens, but if you're a fan of whatever school, it's coming your way. Knucklehead season always sprouts up. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Sports. Bill King knows a few things. It's up, though. I don't know if that'll hold today. A little skittish. Yeah, a little, little skittish. But also an explosive time. 
take advantage of it if you can. If, if you're so inclined. Going to get a call back to Dane's neighborhood, I believe. R.W., welcome in. Bill, I go back with you all the way to the Oak Panel Library and the late Bob Bell. Is that right? I did not know that. Wow, that's that's back further. That's back to what? Late 80s, early 90s. Early 90s because I used to listen to you guys right after uh, Les. That's right. Les Jamison had the show, and then we did the afternoon show right after that. That is true. Yeah. The late Les Jamison. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I miss both of them. I uh, do, too. My inclination is to bet the house on the Eagles because I seem to remember that Jalen Hurts got set back, had to wait behind two. I couldn't remember. So the reason I'm calling is could you remind me of his I lost you there for a second, R.W., but you want to know what happened with Jalen Hurts at Alabama? Yes, sir. Okay, lost his job to Tua in the Georgia National Championship game at halftime. And that was about it for him. So he transferred to Oklahoma. Okay, so he he never won a championship with Alabama. Um, well, I mean, he was there as part of it, you could claim. I mean, he, 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 he started the first half of that game. And uh, he actually came back the next year and stayed and then left. Okay. I knew it was something like that, but I couldn't quite put it, put it all together. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate you calling. Now, you know what's interesting? I mean, Jalen Hurts is – they're debating whether or not he's going to get MVP. And, again, that's not my world. I don't care, right? I, I don't need to hear about that. But isn't it ironic? I remember a spring game, again, spring game, but I didn't think Jalen Hurts could complete a pass. That's how bad he was. Look at that dude right now. Now, that is a fantastic story about a guy who, and again, he went to Oklahoma and had a solid finish. Wasn't G-word great, but it was good. It was good. Now in the NFL, look at the season he's having, and is that not a testament to the character of this kid? He's not a kid, but but his work, his determination. And he's a better pro quarterback than two is. That's a heck of a story right there. And that is not one that I would have predicted. No, no, no. I'd be if I sat here and told you I thought that would be the case, that would be a lie. I would be being a liar to you here on this radio show. Josh, Bill, who's better? James Laurinaitis best season or Tommy Eichenberg? Oh, look, number thirty five's coming back. Tommy Eichenberg. That's good news. It's not new news. But but He's back. And that's kind of the – he is obviously your superstar is JTT. And you've got other big-name players, but but Eichenberg is kind of the heart and soul of that defense, right? He's the blood and guts, number 35. And the fact that he's back is good. But, no, 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 I can't say – he's not James Laronitis yet. No. That one's an easy one. I can't go there yet. Yeah, I can't I can't go there. I can like both of them 
But there's no way I can compare Eichenberg to uh, James Leonidas at, at this point. Let him get on down the road a little bit. Maybe we'll have a comparison, right? It's a good question. No, 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 no. I was excited. When I saw him, what was that, a couple of weeks ago, whenever he announced Eichenberg said he's back, I was really excited. Every team needs on their defensive side of the ball. You could say offensive side too, but defensive side of the ball, that one guy who may not be the best prospect, and this guy is a heck of a good player, good player, but who is just literally the blood and guts. I mean, he is – he's just meant to be a football player, right? And he's meant to be in on every play that he can be in on. His face is in on every play that's possible, right? That guy. Not every team has that guy. That that just has to happen. It happens organically. But guys like that are so valuable when you have a player like that. Again, the phrase, your blood and guts guy. Heart and soul. That's him. JTT is going to be the guy who flashes all over the place, right? Like he did in that Penn State game. And he is. He's flashy. But 35 is, you know, I trot him out. He, he's one of my main guys all day and every day. So it's a good it's a good comparison. Tomorrow, as we get started again on the Wednesday edition, Blake Rafino and Brett Ciancia will be with us. No buck today. He's going to be on Thursday. He was in a meeting this morning. And Griff was traveling to Mobile for the Senior Bowl. He couldn't be with us. He'll be with us Thursday, too. That's confirmed. Plus TJ on Thursday. Ole Miss EB Kevin Hagan, Brad on Friday. Yes, Kevin is back. We figured it out. We circumnavigated the man. The man, in this case, being the University of Kentucky. Yeah. We worked around the man. Have a good day. I'll be on Twitter all day if you need.